Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. I want to talk to some more of the businesses here in Limerick, and uh, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by my second panel of the day. I'd like to welcome to the programme uh, Dr. James Ring. He's the CEO of Global Management Consulting Ingenium. Uh, Gillian Horan, co- CEO and co-founder and founder indeed of the branding agency The Pudding also joins me, as does Donald Galligan, the CEO of Takumi Precision Engineering. And our final guest up here on the stage is Emma Toomey, who's our host here today because she's the marketing manager with the Hunt Museum. So you're all very welcome to the programme. And James, I might start with you. Um, so as somebody who's been involved in the business community here for many years, can you give us a sense of the city and how things are going at the moment? Yeah, I think things are going very well, actually, in Limerick. I mean, we always, you know, you can always say it can improve, but I think we have an awful lot going for us. For a long time, I felt that Limerick was completely underutilised, Bobby, but I think in the last 10 years, um, well, starting 10 years ago, I think we got our act together and started stop fighting in public and started getting together behind closed doors. And we've made a lot of progress because it has all the infrastructure it needs. You know, it has the airport, the port, it has universities, it has, yeah. it has everything. I think just what was happening was for too long we were, at, we were fighting over nonsense, you know, petty crap. I still think, I see it emerging a little bit still, this, this stupid fighting. I think if we keep focused, working together, we'll get somewhere. Um, but we've made a lot of progress. But there's, there's still a couple of the big issues, but I think they're common across the country. So Limerick isn't an outlier. I think we still have the housing issue to sort. The hospital definitely needs some support out there because the waiting lists aren't good enough. So things like that are on the more yeah. social sphere. But I think in terms of business, I think it has definitely a good spread. So Limerick in 09, 08, 09 would have been very reliant on Dell. And then when it happened, when Dell downsized, we saw massive repercussions across the region. I think since then, what we've seen is a very broad spread of industries. So we're not reliant on one company. So yeah. if one did fall, you don't see a, a, a seismic shock across the economy. So I think we now we're set up to be much more sustainable and I know it means sustainable environmentally, I mean sustainable in terms of our business and our business economic continuity. infrastructure. Yeah, so probably in a good place. I, I'm a regular visitor to the city, James, and I noticed even walking around yesterday, you know, the works on O'Connell Street mm. seem largely done. Yeah. That was very <laughs> disruptive, I suggest, to businesses. Well, in, in my, uh, you know, the census form, I actually put down, you know, the 100 years time I asked, she asked, was O'Connell Street finished? It took a little <laughs> bit longer than we thought. But, no, but it's getting there. And I think, I know, I know I've seen an awful lot of commentary about it, you know, saying it took too long. It, it, there was a lot of disruption for businesses on the, on the street. It's painful. It is. Yeah. It is. But stand back and look at it. I think, even though it's not perfect now, and this, we, we probably, I'm sure a lot of people would have had opinions on other things that could have been done. I think it's a damn improvement on what it was. I think it looks well. Um, and now with the greenery coming in, I think, you know, for all the criticism the council get, I think they need a little bit of credit for it. It took longer than we expected, um, but I think it's a, it's a big improvement what yeah, was there before. Absolutely. Okay, stay with us. Uh, I want to introduce now uh, Donald Galligan. He's the CEO of uh, Takumi Precision Engineering. Donald, you're very welcome to the programme. Tell us firstly about you and your business, if you would. Well, Bobby, thanks for having me. Um, so Takumi Precision was set up in 1998 by a local Limerick man, Jerry Reynolds. Um, Jerry would have graduated in 88 from the University of Limerick here and like many people at the time he had to emigrate to look for work so he found himself in Japan of all places and he lived there for six years and he's married to a Japanese woman Junko 
So Junko actually came up with the name Takumi, and Takumi is the Japanese word for craftsman, which is what we do. So we're a subcontract manufacturer, so we specialize in medtech, so we make hips, knees, elbows, associated instruments, cardiovascular aids. We also do a lot of aerospace components, so we do a lot of uh, structural components for aircraft, and we also do something that you're probably well used to, Bobby, is first-class seats. So we would do a lot of the trim, be used to that. you know, that, that kind of stuff. Find me down at the back. <laughs> Pat, can he be up the front, though? Um, no, when you talk about um, the sort of Japanese influence on the business, and again, I was fortunate enough to work out in Japan many years ago, it really is, uh, like, it's hard to describe how their attitude to business is. It's almost, you know, and all that lean technology, all that attention to detail, you know, sometimes where time doesn't seem, like, they're, they're big long-term uh, you know, doers of business, aren't they? Oh, they are indeed. Like, I was very lucky myself to visit Japan back in 2019 and saw what they're up to, and it's a, such a different culture. But if you've ever met Jerry Reynolds, the founder of Takumi, you would not think he was in Japan. Like, he's a big, bulky Irish man, like, you know, and you, you hear him talking in Japanese and so on. But a lot of the, what Jerry learned in Japan, like, that was his first job was over there. He was actually brought into Takumi. So lots of little different things that we do. For example, one thing is that we call it Nemawashi. It's a thing where you can't, you can't walk into a meeting and just announce something on someone. You have to have it socialised beforehand. I so, did, giving somebody a heads up? Giving someone a heads up, and uh, Jerry would be the first to come after you if you didn't. You know, right. yeah, so you have to let me wash it. Ideally, over a point would be the better way to do it. Right. But, uh, yeah, That's but, interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, stay with us again. Good to hear uh, a Limerick business. And also great to hear things like medical devices and precision engineering. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that there seems to be a really strong number of businesses in this uh, market, in this city and in this region. An um, amazing statistic for me is like 75% of the world's knee implants are made within an hour's radius of Limerick. Is that right? That's amazing, just like, you know, it's 50% uh, of the world's stints are made in Ireland. It's just an, it's just an amazing industry. Yeah, yeah, well, stay with us. I want to introduce to you Gillian Horn as the CEO of, and founder of the branding agency, The Pudding. Gillian, you're very welcome to the programme. Hi, Bobby. How are you keeping? I'm delighted to be talking to you as I haven't spoken to you in a while. Tell us about the business of the pudding brands. Uh, as, as you said earlier, when, we were, when, I, when I spoke to you before we came on air, always be selling. Always be selling. Tell always, us more. always on, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the pudding, uh, so what we do is we deliver impact, um, hence the proof is in the pudding. That's where obviously the name comes from. But we work with, we're working with organizations to really help them grow. So we're helping them solve problems. We're helping them connect to customers. So it's that connection and communication is what we do in terms of that impact piece. But for companies, they're looking to, to, to either uh, keep customers, they're new customers, they want to get into new markets. Uh, employees is a really big thing. So for us to help recruit uh, talent um, and, or also retain talent. So we're always looking at that impact piece and connect, yeah. connecting that brand to the business. Um, so we have three kind of core services, um, we always start with strategy, so it's really trying to understand what the business needs to do, for example, reposition or rebrand. Um, then the, the creative side, so really get using our creative you know, expertise to bring that to life and then to activate it. So we always want to stay with our clients and really make it happen. Yeah. And how many people are working there now? So we have 10 core and then we have an extended team of 2025 when we Fantastic. bring in you know, illustrators and photographers, etc. Yeah. Okay, stay That's with great. us. I want to introduce you to our host today, uh, Emma Toomey. She's the marketing manager here at the Hunt Museum. Emma, firstly, thank you for hosting us here. It's a wonderful room. It's a wonderful institution right here in the heart of the city that is the Hunt Museum. Tell us more. 
Um, yeah, well, you're all very welcome and thank you for uh, choosing us. Um, so as you know, the Hunt Museum is um, located in heart of Limerick City on the banks of the mighty River Shannon um, in an iconic building, which was the former Customs House. Um, the collection is based around the personal um, collection of Geron and Gertrude Hunt, um, features over 2,000 um, objects and a fine art collection. Um, which you can see if you look if you were lucky enough to be here you could see Pablo Picasso, uh, Jack B. Yates, uh, Paul Henry um, yeah an amazing collection Whoa. and very very eclectic um, you can find Bronze Age shields, um, Neolithic stone flints um, up to 18th to 19th century um, glass and pottery ware. And when did the Hunt family bestow this wonderful collection of art uh, to the city? When did that actually happen? So the, muse the collection has been displayed in the Customs House here since 1997 and prior to that it was in um, a uni University of Limerick. Um, okay. So unfortunately neither of the, um, neither John nor Gertrude saw um, the museum the way it is today, um, but their family are still involved. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And the fact then that you're so central here, right on the banks of the river, it's a lovely place to come for coffee, you know, you're so close to... So, so it can be so much more than a museum, not, not taking away from the fact that it is a museum. And it's a wonderful one, but the, all those ancillary things really work with your location. They do, absolutely. And um, we do have a beautiful museum and a garden as well, um, which we've been adding sculptures to that over the last couple of years. Um, so generally partner with uh, other businesses in the local area. Um, and Donal, who's... Yeah, I was going to ask Donal about your own relationship <laughs> yeah. with Donald. Museum, Donald, what, what is it you're doing here? Oh, that, that's a great question. I'm not sure how I ended up here with it, but uh, John Morn, who would have been the chairman of um, the Hunt Museum for a while, I met him about a year and a half ago and just happened to drop a hint going, would you ever consider making a part for the garden? Uh, two weeks later, I'm, I'm here with Fiona Murphy from Takumia and Jill being dragged around the museum going, which part do you want to make? And sure enough, we, uh, we picked this jug, the Etruscan jug, um, which you'll see outside in the garden. So. Uh, I had to go back into Takumi, back into the, the great team in Takumi and go, all right, guys, we're, we're going to make a jug, right. you know, which is uh, way out of our comfort zone, yeah. really is. We're, we're, we're a set of engineers. We'll give you a knee any day, but yeah, the jug was a bigger, we're, we're different proposition. Yeah, we're very black and white people, so to have this creative design, but it was fantastic, and you'll see it down, down in the garden. It's amazing. The jug is there. It's, it's there. It's going to outlive us. You know, it's going to be there. Like I was here yesterday with Kirby's. They have uh, a dodecahedron there after creating here. this big orange structure as well in the garden. So I would highly recommend it to any local companies or any Irish companies to get involved. It is something to put you outside your comfort zone, really is, um, and something to get involved with the local community. Yeah, and as well, uh, are, are we, am I right in saying, Emma, that, you know, the liaison and the interaction with business is hugely important to you as an organisation? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Just <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And actually, we're currently working on a new um, European project um, funded by uh, Horizon Europe, um, which focuses on CSR. So like leading back to what Donald said. Um, so we're trying to come up with new business models um, to help funding for cultural heritage institutions. James, back to you. Uh, it's, it's, Limerick is a wonderful city of culture, is it not? And a melting pot for all sorts of different things that are happening. Mm. It, 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 it must be a great place to live. Yeah, it is. And I think you don't really appreciate it until you, you leave here and then you realise how actually simple life is in Limerick. You know, even down to commuting, Bobby, you know, you know yourself living in Dublin, it was a bloody nightmare yeah. thinking of the commute, whereas now I literally rock down and it's downhill the whole way to work, which is even easier. For On your skateboard. Downward. Yeah, I can skate. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you see me in a skateboard or something seriously wrong. But it is. We have a great standard of living here. We have a great work-life balance. Um, 
and life just seems to be at a, a little bit of an easier pace, yet we can, conquer, we can conquer the world from here. Like our company operates all over the world, and COVID made that happen for us. Actually, COVID was the best thing to happen in my company because right? initially we saw a collapse of turnover, but then actually it made us rethink the business, and that meant we could actually start using the virtual world to make ourselves global. So now 75% of our business is around the world, yet we can sit in O'Connell Street and Limerick and do it from there. Yeah, wonderful. So it's a, it's, a, it's a new way of thinking things. I think that when you are thinking about setting up a company, think about you don't always have to sit in the capitals. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. The talent lives in the, in the work-life balance that everyone and the young millennials and, the, and Gen Zs are looking for that balance. Go out to the regions, you might find it an awful lot easier to set up your business there. Last quick word to you, Gillian. Would you echo uh, what James was saying about... Oh. Limerick being a great place to live and work. Absolutely. We're the, we're the same for us in terms of working nationally and internationally. We're, we've um, locations, we're an office in Dublin, Harcourt Street, but we've um, an office in London in Shoreditch as well. We're able to work with clients all over the world and we can do it from Limerick and we can employ here and, you know, it's, it's, just, it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm similar to James, I can walk down to work, so it's, it's a great balance, yeah. And it's right. great to have the airport and it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. Okay, I want to thank my panel, uh, Dr. James Ring, CEO Glo of Global Management Consultancy Ingenium, uh, Gillian Horn, CEO and founder of The Pudding, Donald Galligan, CEO of Takumi Precision Engineering, and Emma Toomey from our own Hunt Museum uh, right here in the heart of Limerick City. Thank you all very, very much. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk. Thank you.